We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures, visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, Daniel, if aliens arrived to our solar system, do you think they would know that we were here on Earth before they landed? Like, could they tell from far away? Well, I don't know. You think they're broadcasting episodes of our podcast? Maybe they'd hear one. (laughs) I'm not sure they would conclude that we're that intelligent if they got this podcast, but... (laughs) Well, they'd hear that we love asking questions. I don't know. I guess if they, you know, if they came close enough to Earth to see the surface but not see people, they could probably see all sorts of weird geometric structures, you know, circles from farming and cities and grids and stuff that you just don't see in nature. Mm, like straight lines and squares and, and perfect circles. Yeah, the kind of stuff you don't see like coming naturally out of a forest or some totally wild environment. Like like a holiday inn from above. <laughs> exactly. Well, you don't see spontaneous holiday inns forming in jungles, right? I'm a cartoonist and the creator of PhD Comics. And I'm Daniel. I'm a particle physicist. And I like asking questions about the universe, wondering about weird stuff, and planning to collaborate with other species against the for the downfall of humanity. And that's perfect because I like drawing aliens and question marks. <laughs> that's right. That's why we make such a great team. Exactly. I commit the crimes and you draw them. Right. I make them uh, funny and with sound effects. <laughs> that's right. At my trial for treason against humanity, I want you to be the sort of court reporter that's drawing me sympathetically. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be drawing the mental map of your guilty (laughs) (laughs) argumentation. But before that, you can see a sample of our work because we wrote a book together about questions about the universe. It's called We Have No Idea, A Guide to the Unknown Universe. Yeah. And it's full of awesome, interesting questions about the universe and also cartoons. So check it out. That's right. But today you're listening to our podcast, 
Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe. A production of iHeartRadio. That's right. And here's where we sit down and chew on one particular question every episode. We try to find something weird, something strange, something that you'd like to hear discussed in more depth than you can just Google and break it down for you. Yeah, all kinds of weird things out there in the universe, in other planets, in the smallest of scales, things that are circular, square, spinning, maybe even hexagonal. That's right. We like all kinds of questions. Two-sided, four-sided, even six-sided questions. So today on the podcast, we'll be talking about a pretty interesting mystery right here in our solar system. I think even pretty interesting is underselling it. I think it's flabbergasting. When I first heard about this, I thought, whoa, that's probably aliens. Wow. You were flabbergasted. <laughs> That's right. All of my flabbers were totally gasted by this concept. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it <laughs> sounds like you were amazed. I don't know. I'm trying to reduce the number of flabbers I have, actually, um, as I get older. But yeah, this is the kind of thing that um, is sort of a modern question because it's the kind of question that arises um, the more we can see things. You know, the, the more we look out into the universe, the more we see stuff that we didn't expect, which is exactly why we do look out into the universe to get those surprises. Yeah, to get more data points about how the universe works, right? Because so far, we can only mostly look around where we are here on Earth. That's right. And I think early humans thought, hey, look, this is the Earth. This is the universe. Everything else is just details or supporting cast, right? And as we learn more and more about our role in the universe, we learn that the universe is huge. And But you might be tempted to extrapolate and say, well, maybe the rest of the universe is just filled with Earths also, right? But the more we look out, the more we learn that the Earth is weird. It's strange. It's uh, it's unusual. There are, in Just in our solar system, there are no other planets like the Earth. Yeah, it's strangely not hexagonal. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So maybe you should uh, stop teasing folks and tell them exactly what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, so today on the program, we'll be talking a really big mystery in our solar system. We'll be talking about what is Saturn's hexagon? That's right. And you might be thinking, what? Saturn has a hexagon? What does that even mean? Does it have like a, a toy it plays with or something? Yeah. I mean, I, I have to admit, I had no idea what this was before you sent me the notes for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's incredible. I mean, I thought Saturn had like an octagon or a, you know, pentagon but not a hexagon <laughs> that sounds somehow more sinister right like octagon and pentagon sound like they involve in some devious scheme or something but a hexagon i guess a hexagon is more uh, benign yeah i think so i mean uh, there's something nice about the number six but i love this topic and we'll dig into the details of it but sort of the broader sense of it is just learning about the other stuff that goes out there you know like the more we discover other planets and and other systems, the more we learn that stuff here on Earth is kind of, I don't know, sedate, you know, like the biggest mountains in the solar system, not here on Earth. The highest temperatures in the solar system, not here on Earth. The deepest valleys, not here on Earth, right? The weirdest stuff in the solar system is not here on Earth. Things here on Earth are kind of, I don't know, calm and and and, uh, and easygoing compared to the extremes we find elsewhere in the, in the, just in our solar system. Are you saying Earth is like the key west of the solar system, you know, calm weather? Yeah, exactly. Imagine you were a civilization that like, you know, formed in, in the southern Florida or something or uh, along the equator. And you imagine the whole earth was like that. And then you traveled north and like learned about snow and stuff like that. You'd be like, whoa, this is crazy. Why do people even live here? That's what I think of the, the north <laughs> at, all, at all times. That's what I think of every time I go to Chicago. I'm like, 
I love this town, but why is it here? Seriously, like this town should be on the West Coast. So yeah, so Saturn has a hexagon. And so if you've never heard of this before and you are a at a computer maybe or on your phone on the subway or, or the or the train, um, just take a second and just Google, image Google search for Saturn hexagon. I think your mind will be blown when you see the images that come up. That's right. All of your flabbers will be gasted. And for those of you who don't have a, a screen in front of you and, and we don't want you to pick up your phone and, and uh, while you're driving and start typing this into Google, uh, we can describe it for you briefly. Basically, if you look at the top of Saturn, there's an enormous cloud pattern in the shape of a hexagon. And it's not like, nah, that's not really a hexagon. I mean, you look at this thing and you think, whoa, that's a hexagon. It's a storm and it looks a different color than the rest of the planet. And the outline of it looks like an, a perfect hexagon. It's not like a weird blob with six sides of different sizes. It's like a perfect hexagon. Yeah, I think perfect might be stretching it a little bit, but it's definitely hexagonal, right? It's not like a circle with suggestions, a little hint of hexagons. It's like a slightly rounded hexagon. It's uh, it's pretty strange. And it's big. It's sort of, it's sort of like a, a hat on Saturn, right? Yeah, exactly. This is not a small thing. I think it sort of looks like a yarmulke. <laughs> a six-sided yarmulke. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, like the six-pointed star. Maybe Saturn is a Jewish planet. Maybe Saturn is Jewish, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe go. it's the Holy Land after all. And, you know, the, the amazing thing about this is that we've never seen anything that shape before. When we looked all around Earth and storms on Earth, you know, they're like round usually or roundish, right? And we looked all over the solar system. You know, Jupiter has storms on it and they're circular or they're like a little oblong or whatever. But we've never seen something on another planet that's a geometrical shape. The only things we've ever seen that are hexagonal are here on Earth and they're a civilization, you know, unless you're talking about like bees, honeycombs and stuff. And that's still, that's proof of life. It's a pretty suspicious thing, right? Isn't it? It's not round like or, or a blob. It's it's like it looks like it has six sides to it. Yeah, it looks constructed. And so immediately your brain goes to like, oh my God, are there aliens on Saturn, right? And then you think, okay, I have to come up with some other explanation because, you know, the alien explanation, while tantalizing, and while I always want to go there because I'm desperate to meet these aliens, it's got to be low on the list, right? If there were aliens on Saturn that were capable of doing this kind of thing, we probably would have heard from them before now. So you got to think of some other explanation for it. Um, but we'll dig into that. Well, this is a perfect point to take a break. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like how you feel when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, while Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow. 
How have I been affording all this? So it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Personally, I've used Mint Mobile and the calls are always so crisp and so clear. All of their plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So it's time to ditch your overpriced wireless and go with Mint Mobile's limited time deal for three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just $15, a month, go to mintmobile.com slash universe. That's mintmobile.com slash universe. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash universe. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Slower speeds above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Daniel, I feel like if you ever meet aliens, you're going to be like the, the super eager person that really wants to... Um, I'm totally going to fanboy out about the aliens. Want to like you. Yeah, <laughs> totally going to fanboy. <laughs> you're like, how did you get here? I love your you work on so Saturn, awesome. by the way. I'm so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be shameless. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will fanboy those alien physicists for sure. Well, I definitely want their autograph as well. But before we dig into it, I thought, what do people know about it? Do people even know that this is a thing? Um, so I ran around campus at UC Irvine and I asked folks if they knew that Saturn had a hexagon on it. Here's what people had to say. Did you know that Saturn has a storm on it that's a, almost a perfect hexagon? No, I did not. Do you have any explanation for that? Does that seem natural to you? Definitely is not natural. Well, I mean, it is natural, but it doesn't sound natural. I'm not sure. Because, like, there are things in nature that are like hexagons, right? Like uh, honeycombs, like in beehives. A hexagon? Yeah. Artificial. Artificial. So you think like aliens made a storm on Saturn? Or what do you think? Uh, I think aliens is a stretch, but maybe. I don't know. I feel like it, it could be natural since we, we've never really explored. I'm not sure, but maybe it exists. Okay, so you don't think it's aliens? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think aliens? Okay. Yeah, because I feel like there's different types. Like gravity here on Earth is different than any other planet. I never really thought about that. I feel like that might be an artificial thing. Based on precedence on Earth, so most things are circular. So yeah. something that would be hexagonal would suggest that there's many fronts converging on one one site mm -hmm. to control the flow. I, I can guess. believe I that it would be natural. Hexagonal. And the thing that I think of is uh, the organization of spatial representation in the entorhinal cortex 
of the mammalian brain, the grid cells. Most people said no, but then you actually showed them a picture of it, right? That's right. I showed them a picture and then I said, so what do you think? Does this seem like something that could be, you know, naturally occurring or is it evidence of aliens? Does it look artificial? So I thought that was maybe the more interesting question. And, you know, some people were like, well, it's definitely not natural. Well, it doesn't sound natural. I mean, how could that be possible? A lot of people went straight to aliens, though, you know, some people had some ideas. What kinds of ideas did people have? Well, a lot of people thought, you know, artificial, though maybe I was planting that idea in their heads. You never know. Um... But uh, some people pointed out, you know, like bees and honeycombs, that there are some things in nature that are naturally hexagonal. But those things, again, that's life, right? They're not inorganic things you find that are hexagonal. And I thought somebody was going to say, well, you know, maybe crystals, right? Because you can get naturally forming crystals that are squares or totally geometric shapes, though certainly not the size of this thing on Saturn. Well, we haven't seen one before. And anyway, this is a cloud pattern, right? Not, uh, Not a crystal. So you do see some hexagons in nature sometimes. Okay. It's not kind of like a fractals thing, like maybe there's something small hexagonal that comes out as a huge hexagonal storm. Oh, that would be awesome. You mean if there's some like amazing crystal at the center of this storm that's shaping the whole thing? Mm -hmm. I love it. Let's go to Saturn and figure it out. (laughs) I'm going to drop you into the center of that storm to retrieve that crystal. That sounds like a great movie, doesn't it? Saturn's hexagon. Retrieving Saturn's hexagon. The race for Saturn's hexagon. So let's let's dig into it then. Let's talk about what we do know and don't know about this weird, almost artificial looking feature on Saturn. I think the most important thing to understand is the scale of this thing. This is not like a hexagon the size of a school bus or even a small town, or even like, you know, North America, or even the Earth, okay? Each side of this hexagon is the size of the Earth, which makes the whole thing, it's 20,000 miles wide. So imagine a storm that was in the shape of a hexagon, and each side of that storm is bigger than the Earth. It's unbelievable. It's bigger than the Great Red Spot on Jupiter. So it's a giant storm. And for a whole length of, a, of an Earth, it's, it has a straight edge. Yeah, and then it bends, right? The straight edge is weird, and then it bends. It bends 60 degrees, and then it goes straight again for another length of the Earth, and, and it does that six times. And for people who aren't familiar with Saturn, remember Saturn is a gas planet, which means that the outer layers of Saturn are just this hot, dense gas, right? It's not like there's an atmosphere above a rocky surface. There's something very dense in the core, but basically Saturn is just a big ball of gas and it gets denser and denser as you go. And we can dig into the structure of Saturn in, a, in another episode. But what we're looking at is basically clouds on Saturn and they rotate, you know, they move around Saturn, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what we're looking at is cloud patterns. But um, the interesting thing about this hexagon is that it doesn't rotate with respect to Saturn, like it moves with Saturn. It it seems like it's sort of fixed to Saturn. That is, it rotates the same rate as the rest of the planet. Whereas some of the cloud bands below it, and like on Jupiter, they can rotate faster or slower. Yeah, well, I think one thing we should mention is that that might help people um, grasp this, is that this storm is kind of centered around the North Pole of Saturn, right? That's right. It's like a hat on Saturn. Yeah, exactly. And there isn't one on the South Pole, right? There's only one on the North Pole. And so that might explain a little bit of why it's so symmetrical, right? It's, it's sort of like it's it's centered around the whole spinning of the planet. Yeah, that might be the one thing about it that makes any sense, right? That the center of the hexagon is the North Pole of Saturn. It'd be even weirder if it was like offset somehow. Do you think maybe it's like Saturn and Jupiter having a little competition, you know? Jupiter's like, hey, look, I got a red <laughs> tattoo. And Saturn's like, oh yeah, well... 
I got a little blue hexagon. That's definitely the most likely explanation for sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just wondering what's Jupiter <laughs> yeah. going to come up with to one up Saturn's hexagon, right? Another eye. Jupiter did absorb a comet. That was pretty spectacular. So it's huge, this storm. And so what makes it a storm as opposed to the whole planet, which is sort of like a giant cloud? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. What makes it a storm? I think the whole planet is basically a storm, you know, and this is just one part of it. Um, these clouds are moving at pretty high speed. And so I guess that's what you would call a storm. Um, and that's fascinating also because, you know, we see these things on gas giants, these persistent patterns of clouds, we call them storms. But here on Earth, storms don't last years or decades or centuries, right? The great red spot on Jupiter is like at least a century old. This thing on Saturn, we have no idea how long it's been there. We saw it first in 1981. But uh, on Earth, like I looked it up, the longest recorded storm ever on Earth was like 31 days. So there's something that's like stable and weird about these cloud patterns on the gas giants that just doesn't happen here on Earth. It might just be kind of a scale thing, right? I mean, Jupiter and Saturn are so much bigger than the Earth. Yeah, that certainly could be it. And that's why I think it's so fascinating to look at the atmospheres of other planets because we never see that kind of thing here on Earth because the particular details of Earth, as you say, it's a particular size. And so we don't get to see like what weird effects only happen when you have a planet that's like a thousand times bigger. And that's why it's so fascinating. But, you know, you look at it and then you have to ask the question like, how is it possible? What's the physics there? Can we understand it? We certainly didn't predict it. Nobody before we saw it said, I call out that there's going to be a hexagon on top of Saturn. Wow, that would have been impressive. Nobody predicted it, but in theory, it should be explainable, right? Everything we see out there in the universe should have a natural physical explanation. Then the, the game is, can we put together a story that tells us why that happens there and why it doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. And the weird thing is that it's sort of a different color than the rest of the planet, right? It's almost like the whole planet is gas and clouds, but there's this one group of clouds. It's a different color and it's in the shape of a hexagon. Yeah. What color would you say it is? I think it's sort of blue-green. Yeah, I would agree. I think the aliens have great taste. <laughs> Better than the Jupiter Jupiterian aliens? How, <laughs> Jupiter how do you even say that? <laughs> Jovian, sorry, Jovian aliens. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a pretty, pretty color. As far as we know from sort of simple probes that we've done, it goes about 60 miles deep, right? So it's not just on the very top of the cloud layers. It's really in there. And uh, more recently they did a flyby and um, and they found something really fascinating that the clouds above this uh, this hexagon. So sort of in the very center and above it, there's another hexagon. There's like a vortex in the very high atmosphere above it, not in the center of the hexagon. There's a vortex there as well. But well above the hexagon, there's another vortex. And that one is also a hexagon shape. Wow. And it's centered. I mean, it's in the North Pole of the planet as well. Yeah, it's sort of above the North Pole. It's like as if, you know, you found some weird um, hexagonal ocean currents in the North Pole of, of earth and then above it you found hexagonal clouds or something there's two layers to this hexagon and this the second part was only recently discovered so that's pretty wild to have such a huge thing such a huge storm and have it be a very specific shape yeah i think um the fact that there are two hexagons totally supports your massive glowing hexagon alien crystal in the top of saturn theory. <laughs> well let's get into that let's get into what scientists think might be causing this feature in our solar system and uh, what we don't know about it. But first, let's take a quick break. 
The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities, but it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we're talking about Saturn's hexagon. And so this was, I was impressed by this. This was only recently discovered, right, Daniel, in like 1981? Yeah, Voyager flew by Saturn and, you know, took some of the first close-up pictures. And I would have loved to have been in the control room when that first picture got downloaded. You know, this is 81, and this is pictures from Voyager. So it was, it was sort of like downloading pictures from the internet, you know, uh, 20 years ago. You get like a line at a time, you're like waiting for it to come across. And it must have been like slowly revealed and what's it like to be in the control room when such a bizarre thing comes onto your screen for the first time ever? Um, it must have been a, a wonderful moment. Yeah. Do you think they were they were going like, oh my God, aliens? <laughs> I think they were probably finding the grad students and being like, this is not an appropriate prank to play, okay? I know you think this is funny, <laughs> but making a fake hexagon in the data is not okay. 
Um, they must have really doubted their results for the first uh, few minutes because it's just crazy. So before we couldn't see it, before 81, we even with our telescopes, we couldn't make out this hexagon. That's right. Yeah, we just didn't have close up enough pictures of Saturn to see this thing. And also it's on the North Pole, so it's harder to see from our angle. Uh, it's easier to see from above, right? And so what you need is a satellite you know, to fly by Saturn and to see it. And Saturn, of course, a gorgeous planet anyway. You want close-up pictures of the rings and the clouds. It's an incredible thing. Um, but then this hexagon is just so baffling. Well, I, it seems that Saturn is definitely winning the one-upmanship with Jupiter. I mean, it's got the rings, got the hexagon. Don't let the Jovians hear you say that, man. So, uh, so let's get into what might be causing this weird hexagonal pattern in Saturn. Right? If it's not aliens, what could it possibly be? Yeah, so um, here's my list of possible explanations. One, aliens. <laughs> that's at the yeah, top. That's, it. that's the whole list. That, that's the whole is this, list. Is this a, in, an order of preference or, or wish fulfillment? <laughs> that's the whole list, so the order doesn't matter. Um, we have no other consensus explanation. I mean, they're really just, there's nobody who knows what could be making this thing. There are some folks who've done some some studies to say maybe it's some weird thing with fluid hydrodynamics and cloud shapes and all sorts of stuff interacting with like magnetic fields and and all sorts of other stuff. But nobody can reproduce this. I mean, if it's a pro something that needs to be that size, which is why you don't see it on Earth, then of course you're not going to be able to make it in the lab. And there are some people who've done some stuff like they put liquid in a vat and they spin it. And they try to see, can we see any weird shapes in the spinning liquid? Can we make stable shapes in a spinning liquid or a spinning gas? And, you know, they see some things, but nobody's really convinced by it. So uh, what do you mean? Like not even, you can't even simulate this pattern. There's no explanation in the sense that we have no experiments that can reproduce it and not even simulations that can, that can construct this. And, you know, those simulations are not easy to do, right? You need a vast, vast system. You're simulating lots and lots of particles. Um, so it would be a, a lot of computation. There might be some really clever ways to sort of model the whole system, but you're looking for this this thing to emerge, right? You can't like put the hexagon into your calculations. You want the hexagon to emerge naturally to show how it can be produced. So you have to model it from sort of a low level, like model all the, the particles bouncing around and show that this comes out. And that's pretty tough. Couldn't you assume the hexagonal shape and then kind of um, try to guess what kinds of forces or processes you would need to get that shape? Yeah, and people have thought about that, you know, like, could there be maybe vortices on the outside of it? Like, imagine a circle, and then if you happen to have six regularly spaced vortices or clouds on the outside of it that are sort of drawn towards the North Pole, they might be exerting pressure on those sides and bending them from a circle into sort of straighter lines. That's one sort of idea, but there's, there's no real support for that. Like nobody has shown that that works in simulation. I, I think it must be on the list of, you know, astrophysics projects. People are like, well, somebody's got to explain that, but nobody knows how to get started. So just sort of keep it on the list of big questions <laughs> until somebody comes along with a good idea. And it's been decades. Everyone's like, you do it. No, you do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but there are a lot of great stories like that in science where there's sort of an open puzzle for decades that nobody really knows how to approach. And then somebody finally comes along and says, okay, I'm making that my PhD topic. And they dive in and sometimes they figure it out. And those that's wonderful. You know, that's wonderful. I'm glad that we have these big hanging questions out there for people to dive into. I don't want people to think, that most of the universe is figured out or explained or that there aren't, there aren't immediate tangible questions to be answered. So this is a pretty big one. Wow. So there could be somebody listening to us right now 
thinking, hey, maybe I'll be the one to crack this mystery. Yeah, and it could be that somebody listening to this right now is the person that cracks this mystery. And when you figure it out and you discover the aliens, hey, mention my name to them, please. <laughs> I know this guy who's a huge fan. <laughs> I did a bunch of digging to try to figure out what do people think about Hexagon? Like, what do the experts think about it? There really isn't a lot out there. And so because it's a pretty sort of thin amount of stuff to read, you end up pretty quickly out in the weeds. And I watched a lot of videos of people analyzing this picture and basically concluding that they were aliens. That's right. You were telling me you were um, looking at this um, really reputable academic source, uh, YouTube. <laughs> That's right. On YouTube, you can find lots of videos of people pouring over these pictures of the hexagon being like, look, this is a city. See, here you can see a dome and this must be a road and whatever. Um, a lot of people are convinced that there's that it's a huge alien megastructure and that NASA is somehow covering it up. Well, what are they seeing in the pattern that maybe scientists are not or they think that scientists are not? I don't know what they're seeing because I looked at those patterns also and it just looks like clouds to me. Um, I think they must have been smoking some pretty good banana peels uh, to make those conclusions. You know, it's sort of like a Rorschach test. Like, you know, you see what you want to see. Uh, you zoom in on those clouds in the inside of the, this is in the inside of the hexagon. You zoom in on those clouds and you can see whatever you want. But it really is weird, right? Like it, it's weird for anything natural to just go in a straight line like that and then take regular turns in one direction. Yeah, exactly. It's really weird. I think this, the weirdest part for me are those turns. You know, how does that happen? How does like a, a huge high speed band of clouds um, bend like that? You know, it's, usually it's if it encounters an obstacle or something, um, which would suggest, you know, there's something underneath it that's, uh, that's causing it. Uh, we really don't know. I was thinking about, you know, gr temperature gradients. Like maybe the reason there are large storms on gas giants is because they're sort of further out from the sun, which makes the tops of them cold, right? The outer atmosphere is colder because it's further from the sun. But then the interior is very hot. So maybe they're just like larger temperature gradients, like the difference between the cloud tops and the center is huge. And that, that's the kind of stuff that causes weather here on Earth, right? Cold air meeting hot air. Yeah, there's definitely something strange about these gas giants, right? Like Saturn and Jupiter that are basically just giant balls of gas. That There's a lot of like physics that we don't really understand when you, you, when you have that much gas. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You don't have, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of good jokes there that I'm just going to step right around because this is a family-friendly episode. Um, but exactly, and that's why we want to study it. You know, we are looking at planets outside our solar system and we're just soon going to be getting images of those for the first time. And we're going to be seeing even stranger weather patterns, I hope. And one day we'll be, we'll be looking at those to decide where should we go? Where should humanity's next home be? And we want to pick a place that's nice to live on, right? We want to find another Key West. And so it's good to get experience just in our neighborhood at looking at planets and saying, do we understand this weather? Can we under figure this out? The more we understand about exoplanet atmospheres, the better we'll be in choosing a place for humanity to survive. So it's kind of like Stonehenge in a way, right? Like it's like, the, it's like the Stonehenge of Saturn. It's like it's there. It's obviously shouldn't be there. And it's weird that it's there, but there's no real physical explanation for why it's there. Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's like a massive Saturnian Stonehenge. So basically the um, the Irish did it. <laughs> and I think um, a lot of people thought Stonehenge was also built by aliens, didn't they? Oh, well, maybe it's all related. <laughs> Is Stonehenge a hexagon? Oh my God. <laughs> we cracked the code. Did we just solve two mysteries? <laughs> we just cracked the code. 
All right, this is turning into a Dan Brown novel. So yeah, so there are interesting and amazing mysteries out there, even in our solar system, that even physicists are flabbergasted about. Gassing their flabbers. Flabbers are gassing. And so the, the, it's right there for you guys out there, for future scientists to try to figure it out. That's right. So next time you're outside in the night sky, look up and remember, there's weird stuff going on really far away, but also right here close to home. There are big mysteries and little mysteries and six-sided mysteries for you to solve. Enjoy the view. And solve some of those mysteries for us because I am dying to know what's going on. Daniel is dying to meet some aliens. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And trade all of your lives for some secrets of the universe. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. If you still have a question after listening to all these explanations, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge. That's one word. Or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com. Thanks for listening. And remember that Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.